BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. If you like the transaction... Raise your hand. Uh, my hand is up. I I am a fan. I like the trade. I like it. Uh, the swap meet is underway. The flag is up for the base uh, basketball trade deadline. We are uh, just hours away. It's in the afternoon. I don't like it. I liked when they had it like at midnight. I, baseball would do that at midnight. They've changed this over the years. In basketball, it's like the middle of the day, right? Middle of the afternoon. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, I don't. And I was... Thinking about, you know, how do we position this? What's the position? What's the move on this? Uh, It's a big day for Woj bombs. Big day for Woj bombs. And I'm looking over the the field here. I'm looking around. I'm like, "Eh, I'm not seeing a lot. Like, I can't generate much interest in Tyreek Evans, right? And and I I don't know that anyone, even Tyreek Evans' friends, aren't all that interested in where he's going to end up. 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, if your buddies aren't all excited that, oh, he could end up with the Celtics, that's a ga- it's not a game changer, all right? I mean, so come on. Uh, and I, I'm seeing a whole lot of nothing is what I'm seeing here. Now, Marcus All, if he ends up getting traded, then that's something. It's not something that you're going to stop what you're doing and say, oh, man, I got to post something on social media. I got to call a radio show because Marcus All got traded. He's a good basketball player. And he certainly would help out if if Memphis traded him. He figured figured be a, a good contributor to a team that is winning. Uh, but this idea, this this feigned scarcity uh, that is brought up about players like Marcus Saul, I, I just don't buy it. Uh, I don't. But I wanted to talk about now. How, what is your level of interest? I want to gauge, get the temperature on the room here, uh, in the room. Your level of interest in this NBA trade deadline, because uh, I made the statement, I'm double-dipping here, I'm moonlighting on the side, because it's either that or I have to panhandle like Weed Man Hippie, and I've chosen to to moonlight instead. But my position on the NBA trade deadline, if you were to say on a scale of 1 to 10, the the patented Maller scale of excitement, where are you on this? With 10 being, man, this is great, it's like when you're 9 years old, it's Christmas or Hanukkah, and you're just getting tons of presents, that level of excitement, that's at a 10. And then one, one would be detention, homework, uh, you know, juvenile hall. That would be like a one. Uh, I'm, at, I'm at a four. I'm at a four on this, this particular trade deadline. And first of all, here's the thing. The, the big name, the big move at this particular moment already happened. Right? It's already happened. That was the Blake Griffin trade. Uh, Blake Griffin going from the Clippers to Detroit, and I, I have a couple of our friends in Michigan who were like congratulating me uh, that they have been given this great gift of Blake Blake Griffin, and, and uh, I was told by uh, I think it was John uh, who lives in suburban Detroit who said that, and not not judgmental John, he used to call the show. I don't know what happened to him. This is a different John, uh, but John uh, said that the Pistons got Blake Griffin at a cut rate price, is what he said. And uh, he's talking about the Pistons now being back to the championship days when they had Rasheed Wallace and Chauncey Billups and uh, all of that, that there's been a shift here with Blake Griffin. And I wish nothing uh, but to good things to Blake Griffin. I, I mean, I have nothing against Blake Griffin. Uh, I will warn you that there is a red flag that goes up, and it typically shows itself at the end of playoff games, in the final three minutes of a playoff game, close game. Uh, and uh, when you have to make a decision – that's typically when the walls start crumbling in on the Blake effect. Uh, and maybe it'll be different. Maybe playing the, the marshmallows in the Eastern Conference and wearing that piston uniform, that will change. But uh, I am warning you, before, you know, don't get your hopes up too high because you, they will be crushed. They will be crushed like a grape. Uh, <laughs> you're just going to be very upset. But that's the big name, right? Blake Griffin, the big name. And other than that, you know, LeBron James, he ain't going anywhere. You're not going to get that. Uh, are we supposed to get excited about Marcin Gortat? Is anyone going to get all aroused about that, that the Washington Wizards could trade their center? Also, he's, got, he's got an interesting story, and I like you know, every once in a while when the Wizards are on a, on a playoff platform and the broadcasters go into Marcin Gortat. He's a, a renaissance man. He's got an interesting backstory, but okay. Uh, you know, He's a good player, not a great player. That's the point of all this. You got a lot of good but not great. A lot of good but not great. And people are, there's a lot of reaching also going on. 
uh, and, and you're, you're, a lot of hopeful things being tossed around. Uh, one of the stories tonight, uh, a few minutes ago, was about Julius Randle, and the report was that the the Lakers, uh, who are forever spinning around, going nowhere because that's what they do. They're a bad franchise. Uh, that they have turned down uh, second round picks for Julius Randle. And I got a question, Magic Johnson. Uh, that's a steal. Uh, if you can get a second round pick for Julius Randle, it's not very good. Uh, he's a bust. Get rid of him. Start. You know, take a, a flyer on a second round pick. Randle hasn't worked out. He's a backup. He was a, a top ten pick in the NBA draft, and he's a backup. Uh, trade him. What, what are you holding on to him for? I mean, the, the book is out. Uh, people have read the book. Uh, they know. They know what's going on here. Oh, the hell, Bill Miller. I think it's kind of painfully obvious here. If no one's going to offer even a low first-round pick for Julius Randle, who was your lottery pick, your your savior. I remember hearing all the Laker fans tell me that this guy was going to be great and wonderful and all that, and he had grit and toughness, and now here we are, and the Lakers can't even get a anything more than a second-round pick, and they won't even take that? I mean, come on. See the writing on the wall now. It's a bad job by you. And if if anything, the big winner at the trade deadline, uh, and he, I'll I'll be you know I am a distant relative of Nostradamus. I don't know if you know about that, but I have the ability. No, listen, I, I, I saw what you were doing over there, you moron. Uh, let me tell you something right now. I have the ability to foreshadow events. Okay, it's a gift from the gods. I don't know how I did it, but. <laughs> I come from a family uh, loosely related to Karnak the Magnificent, uh, and I have the power of the divine. And my prophecy tells me, here's what my prophecy tells me, that the big winner at the trade deadline, Clippers. Los Angeles Clippers. Why? No, 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 no. I had an awakening. Let me tell you why. All right? They kept Sweet Lou. All right? Sweet Lou is in the house. He ain't going anywhere. You don't get him. The Celtics don't get him. The Cavs don't get him. Uh, All these good teams that were trying to get Sweet Lou. Prophet Maller, yet again, uh, the the power of Jerry West. You you think Lou Williams would have signed up for uh, another few years with the Clippers if Jerry West wasn't there? Absolutely not. Absolutely. In fact, yet again, showing you the greatness of the logo Lou Williams took a hometown discount. He took less money. Could have gotten a lot more money as a free agent, but he wanted to be part of the Clippers. He wanted to play for Jerry West, so he took less money. And uh, just just wonderful. Just wonderful. And we'll see if any of these other transactions happen. But uh, that's where we are. So we, uh, I just did a whole Maller monologue about <laughs> players that aren't very good. Let's see. Let's go down. We mentioned, uh, let's see, we had... Tyreek Evans, check. Nah, no one's excited about that. Uh, Marcus Saul, check. Uh, Julius Randle, I'm uh, waiting. Uh, Blake Griffin was mentioned, but he already has been traded. Did I did I throw out the uh, speculation from Indiana? Did I get the Indiana speculation out about Al Jefferson? Did I get no? Uh, I didn't. Oh, who cares? All right, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to take part, the number, it has not changed. It has not changed. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the festivities. And also, also on our Facebook page, which is Ben Maller Show. It's Ben Maller Show. You can be part of that as well. 
Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. It's uh, right over there. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. How, exciting. how you doing there, Ben? Well, why do you ask? What do you? Well, I just, do I sound different? Do I sound? You sound a little, uh, a little raspy. You got something going on there. I know you have been bragging about no, how no, your no. wife had been sick and you have avoided the plague because no, no, of no. your uh, sucking on the garlic and whatnot. Little, no, no, I need raspy a, there. You no, all right? I'm fine. I need a cup of water, but I'm uh, coop. But I'm fine. Get him a cup of water. I mean, the mer- no, I'm, I have water. I just I oh, can't. Maybe he can suck on it, and that'll make it better. That's what I'm. No, no, there's, no, there's yeah. no illness at all. Okay. It's this is actually I don't know if you know about this. I'm increasing the female audience because the women <laughs> love this, okay? This is for the ladies. Oh, this has been sexy voice? Yes, this is sexy. It's, uh, it's sexy Ben on the radio is what it is. And, uh, we will have so many women that call this show. They're so excited about this voice, yeah. okay, that I'm doing this I, to increase the level of estrogen that's on the show. I'm sure 80-year-old Barbara is just... Uh, She's in her she's in her mid eighties, and I oh, want to yeah. tell you, I had never had what's the what's the candy uh, the, the cookie the thing? praline praline. Yeah. I never had a praline. Yep, delicious. Delicious. Never had a king cake either. I never had a king cake. I like that. I think I should move to New Orleans. Uh, I liked all well, of. Well, some say you've already moved to Boston, from what I understand. Well, jealousy of uh, <laughs> success being on the number one sports radio station in America, I can understand why people would be jealous yeah. of that success uh-huh. that my career has taken me to. I get it. I understand yeah. why people would be uh, be. Uh, well, trying to take pot shots at me. I get that. I understand. You do have some things to talk about, though, uh, in Boston. I don't know how long it's going to last, but boy. Well, I was told by Mr. Wonderful to leave all of the Boston conversation on that show and not mention well, any of the Boston be teams. hard. No, I mean, no. He, I was told I cannot. He didn't want to hear anything about Belichick, nothing about Malcolm Butler or Rob Gronkowski. None of those people should be brought up. How about up. Tom Brady? Josh McDaniels, no. no. Tom Brady, No. Robert oh, Kraft, Jonathan tough. Kraft, none of those people. Well, Jonathan Kraft. Can't talk about J.D. Martinez. Can't talk about that because he might play for the Red Sox. Everything's off the table. That's a lot of things yeah. off the table. Uh, yeah. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. I guess we'll be breaking down the Utah Jazz and uh, their future. We'll break that uh, down. That'll don't be good think that's radio. a good idea. Uh, do the Sacramento Kings get a good player at the trade deadline? That's uh, that's available for conversation. Well, that trade deadline talk is uh, titillating, that's for sure. It is good. Oh, boy. Will Avery Bradley Oof. be flipped again? Man. America wants to know. No? Yeah, save that for well, uh, any time night. you're no, this is need, a... in need of some sleep. But wow. still listen to that. Look Not what you. you had to say, of course. That was wonderful, but so, I'm just saying. Award-winning. The topic Marconi, itself is just a uh, good guy. My Marconi worthy. How upset are Laker fans going to be if the Clippers get a first-round pick for Avery Bradley? Well, there's two of them in the other room. Ask them. I don't know. <laughs> well, they're historians. They're not fans. They like to. They don't like to talk about the current Lakers. They want to talk about the old Lakers back when they used to be good, not the current state of affairs. Because that's a Debbie oh, Downer. Yeah, poking they the bear. Wanna, yeah. I'm just pointing that out. I know. Yeah. By the way, your so-called facts on Julius Randle, completely wrong, as usual. Well, again, uh, my source of Woj, uh-huh. uh, not even worth a second-round pick. Oh, no, 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 that's not what I'm talking about, the the bust part. He's far from a bust, and you know it. He's a bust. Yeah, The okay. Lakers thought they were getting sure a franchise pillar. Have you seen his numbers this season, Ben? And he's playing five minutes less per game, and yeah. he has way bigger numbers than any of his uh, other seasons. Uh, here's, a, here's a new slash. No one wants him, okay? No yeah, sure. That's, that's why he's one of the names that's what do you mean being no most one wants talked him? about. You literally just said that they've turned down several teams, several teams offering second-round picks. He is 23 years old. He is a backup. 
Uh, he's been yeah. in the NBA this four years. This is exactly years. what you said about Lou Williams. Yes. Then he got to your favorite team, and suddenly he's a god I'm on the ta- court. I know you're throwing red herrings out. I'm not, not talking red about herring. Lou Stay focused, That's Danny. you having Stay revisionist focused. history. Stay focused. Ben? Yeah, I'm talking not about Julius Randle, okay? Uh, uh-huh. not ta- I know yeah. you want to talk about Clippers. I no, understand this is that. Very it's much more rev- interesting. This, this is very I get re- that. relevant to the conversation. I, I would say, and I think I'm, I'm being fair here, if you were the seventh pick in the NBA draft, and you've been in the NBA for four years, and you're a backup, and you're not even worth anything more than a second-round pick, I think that's a red flag. I think I'm being fair. You guys are being delusional over Nobody there. wants to you're offer more of than a second-round pick because he's headed into free agency. Uh, it's also because he's not good. Uh, that's, that's what call, do you mean he's not good? Let's call a spade a spade here. Are, you, on an, a, are you an he's idiot? On a crappy... At 21 years old, <laughs> he averaged a double-double. At 21, yes, and at, at 23, 28 minutes a game. And, and at age 23... He is a backup on a non-playoff team. That's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Because no, you're not on no. a playoff. Because you're not on a playoff said team. Way dumber uh, things than that. Because you're not on a playoff team, I, you can't I, be a good player. I am talking to a man who is a PR director for the Lakers. Justin I, I, no, I just okay. I want you no, to clarify that. You, you that's, that's his role. He, he's the same guy that defended that. You can't that be che- good if you're not on a playoff team. Listen, you support a team that's cheating. You have a guy this oh, coming, this in, coming Mad, in Magic yeah. Johnson <laughs> who blatantly has a disregard for the NBA rules of tampering. Oh, this you coming from the guy him. who just said the Clippers won the uh, the free yes. agency. They the, got the Lou Williams deadline. under contract. Everyone wanted him. The good teams wanted him, and he's uh-huh. a Clipper. So That's they, a win. So they won the trade deadline. He was the top player available at the deadline, and he and landed with and the Clippers. So you're not a PR guy for your favorite team? Not at all. Yeah. Absolutely not. Okay. Blow, that, fair, blow that horn. Fair Jeez. and balanced How is what I am. Stupid. And I destroyed your argument yesterday, too, about the your ridiculous no, Magic you, you Johnson argument. I I'm actually on the right did. Si- I'm on the Except right you're side not, of history. Because I showed two instances where Jerry West made similar comments about players while he was an executive with the Warrior. He didn't get oh, fired. No, he wasn't running the Warriors the way Magic's running the Lakers. So you don't understand how this works. Oh, oh, because Jerry yesterday was, when I said it was coaches, you're like, oh, well, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not for coaches. It's, it's not, for it executives. Isn't, it isn't about but coaches. then when and, I said, and, when and I said players, it's an executive, oh, well, it's not, he's All not right. running the team. I want to point out give, again. Give me a break. This is... I want to point out again that I've won this argument because Cooper no, no, got very no, no, I, up, and yeah. he's yelling and he's screaming like a lunatic. You know and that's what? A if, sign if, that I've won here. If you, I just, use a bunch of terms like, well, at the time when I said it, it was right, I can say that, that I won every argument as so well. Much? Why does that trouble you so much? Why Why is that? I don't understand. Why it's because it's, it's, a, it's a cheap cop-out. No, it's an accurate no, reflection. No, because anytime you're wrong about anything, you say, "Well, at the time no, I was if, right." If I'm wrong, I will absolutely admit I'm the no, first guy. You never oh, admitted that you were wrong in the entirety of your career. I always Ben, I've worked that. with you for wrong. three and a half years. There's I've a, never once heard you say uh, you were yeah, wrong yeah, about yeah, something. Yeah, I'll buy you some Q-tips. You can clean out your eardrums. Give us one example of something you admitted you were wrong about. If you don't understand the times, there's nothing to admit. The times I've admitted that, then you're not paying attention. I don't know what you're listening to in there. I don't know. You have another. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Coast to Coast. What's going on in there? Yeah. You know? I mean, come on. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And I always like the awkward. I like the uncomfortable. They're fun things to talk about. And you can't get much more weirdness in the NFL. I don't think that's the right way to say it. But you can't get much more zaniness than Chris Ballard the GM of the Colts, who has to do his version of the walk of shame because the team had announced that Josh McDaniels was going to be the coach, and then it didn't happen. 
the very last second, he gone, he gone. Uh, and so how did this all go down? Well, we have the audio. We have the audio for you from this little uh, get-together here. Chris Ballard, who uh, is the GM of the Colts, and he's the guy that decided to hire Josh McDaniels. We should point out that he has the same agent, or did. McDaniels' agent got rid of him. Uh, but here's Ballard, who points out that the uh, Colts were very, very excited by the decision of McDaniels to leave them at the, uh, leave them at the door. After the incident yesterday and after the occurrence yesterday with, with Josh backing out, uh, we were disappointed. Unquestionably, we were disappointed and surprised. Yeah. Disappointed and surprised. Yeah, interesting. That's not totally true. More on that uh, in a moment. Uh, now, Ballard also pointed out that every once in a while, every once in a while, uh, life doesn't necessarily go as expected. Obstacles happen. That's what makes this league great. You know, overcoming the hard times, that's what makes football great. That's what the great lesson of football is, that it doesn't always work out or go the way we mapped it out or we planned it. But it's the mentally tough, gritty people that overcome these things that are successful. Uh, In other words, Josh McDaniels is not mentally tough and is not gritty and will not be successful. I think that's the three things that he's trying to get at there if you listen between the words uh, from Chris Ballard. Uh, but wait, uh, here's more from the Colts GM at this very bizarre turn of events. Uh, he also pointed out, and this is kind of like, this is something you'd see on a bumper sticker. Back, you know, cars used to have bumper stickers. You don't see a lot of bumper stickers anymore. But this is one of those phrases you'd see, or you read it on like uh, Facebook post or Instagram uh, you know, one of the things you want in life, one of the, the idioms of life here, Chris Ballard's digging deep. Let me make this clear. I want and we want as an organization a head coach that wants to be all in. We got work to do. I'm not, I'm not once hid that. We have work to do. And I want somebody that's 100% committed to partnering with us and getting that work done. Yes, you're all in. If not, you're out. You're dead to me. How dare you? Uh, Ballard also pointed out that uh, was there any kind of uh, plan uh, as far as McDaniels saying, hey, here's why I didn't take the job, blah, 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 blah. And Ballard really laid it on thick. He really laid it on thick when asked about that. I live in a black and white world. Really? Bob, either wow. you're in or you're out. Wow. I didn't want the explanation. Racist. Either you're in or you're out. It's not, it's not a either you're in or out. 100% in or out. Racist. How dare you? All right, so that's the gist of it. I mean, there's some other stuff we could play here, but that's the gist of it. And so what's the big takeaway from this? Well, Ballard played the Hoosier tough guy, right? Uh, he, he's, oh, I'll simply turn the page here. So I want to get into it. Now, the question for you as we discuss this, are you going to buy or sell the general manager of the Indianapolis Colts, Chris Ballard, claiming that he did not put up any kind of resistance to Josh McDaniels telling him, I'm not coming. I live in a black and white world. Uh, yeah, listen, uh, I am. I have no skin in the game on this. I'm not a Colts guy, and I'm certainly not a Patriots guy, of course, very neutral. Uh, but I am not. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell this here. Here's my position on it. My viewpoint is you've got misleading, carefully crafted, and stoic, but is it real? Right? A, Chris Ballard was not being totally transparent 
during this particular media event. Ballard said he turned the page, right? We played that soundbite. He turned the page right away, right, and all that. Uh, it's it's misleading, okay? That part of it's misleading. Now, why is that? Uh, several of the NFL insider types, including Adam Schefter uh, and others, reported that Josh McDaniels had had some second thoughts after initially agreeing to coach the Colts a few weeks ago. In fact, depending on if you believe the reporting, Ballard and Jim Ursay had to meet with McDaniels to pacify some of his concerns about taking the Colts job, that even though he had agreed to it, he was getting a little bit of cold feet action after initially agreeing to the contract. I wouldn't point out, at least I, if he said it, I didn't hear it. I don't recall Ballard referencing the fact that that happened, that th- th- this particular conversation was conveniently left out of the 20-minute news conference. And I believe that's known as lying by omission. I think that's the term on that. Now, B, the Colts, this particular media event, was supposed to be a pep rally, right? It was supposed to be a pep rally. And it turned into a revival, right? It was like, it was like, it's like we got to wake up people from the dead here. Uh, and this is a classic false flag situation. It was a carefully crafted situation uh, by you know, some crisis management people because in the football world, this is a crisis, right? You, you announced you're going to have a new coach. You're a billion-dollar business, and the guy sticks it to you. Right? This is an emasculating, an emasculating situation for Jim Irsay and the Colts, presented by Josh McDaniels. And what happened on Wednesday was what's known in the PR world as a counterattack, a PR counterattack. Chris Ballard, he put on his cowboy boots. He attempted to circle the wagons, right? And the GM looked very stoic, and was it real or was it fake? And very strong, right, you know? These are the gunslingers. I don't care. It's black and white. You're either in or you're out. Yeah. Uh, you buy that? Again, I'm I'm not. I'm not in on this. I, I see through it. I see through it. And, and in the long run, ultimately, this will work out well. Right? I, I, I do believe that. I, I believe that the Colts are fine because Josh McDaniels would have been nosedive. It would have been like a kamikaze pilot uh, coaching Indianapolis. Uh, so, so that's a different conversation, right? This though is absolutely nothing but aggravation and a headache mixed with heartburn for the Colts franchise, and they're desperately trying to present a different story, right? Because they're trying to they're trying to convince fans to renew season tickets. That's a tough spot to be in. The team's garbage. They're not interesting. You can't even hire a coach the right the right way. It's just embarrassing. Now, the parting shot here, my advice to the Colts is being ignored, and this will haunt the franchise. This is, this is going to hurt the franchise more than, than Josh McDaniels uh, leaving. Okay, uh, Now, it, it appears that their decision is not to go big game hunting. Indianapolis, instead, they've decided to go down to the, the dollar bin and that's where they want to find their new coach at Walmart. They're going through the dollar bin of movies to see what they can find there, the, the flea market on the weekends down the street. Uh, that's what they're doing. Now, my evidence on that, the Colts have requested to interview the tight end coach of the Nolan Saints, Dan Campbell. You remember Dan Campbell? He briefly was the interim coach of the Miami Dolphins a couple years back when Joe Philbin got whacked 
as the coach in Miami, and he's been with the Saints for a couple of years there. Uh, the name, the great name, Dan Campbell. My memory of Dan Campbell uh, is that when he first took over, they were comparing him to, like, Belichick, and then he, he turned out to be a, a zero and, like, a meathead. That's what I recall. And the other name is Frank Reich, the Eagles offensive coordinator. And that, you know what that is? That's not a very innovative. That's not a very creative coaching search. Certainly not big game hunting. That's a mess. All right, Spend Maller Show on Fox. Your thoughts on any of that? You are more than welcome to chime in. The number has not changed, and there is a line open. And check this out. Operators are standing by. 877-99 on Fox. 877 877- Nine nine six six three six nine. Ballard also said of the Colt Patriots storyline, the rivalry is back on. That's what he said. Which is not true, but he can say that all he wants. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia? I'm sure the Patriots are quaking in their cleats yeah. right now knowing that the rivalry is back on with the Colts. I agree. Uh, yeah. This is this is. And they big. do play each other next year, by the way. I, I'm oh, sure you knew that uh, being the uh, Boston radio personality, but I believe they are playing in Foxborough next year. So oh, mark be, that on your calendar because be the great. rivalry is back on. Maybe a primetime game or would that be the, the early game and it'll be on. Uh, who's the worst broadcasting team at CBS? That does the worst game. Who's that? What what would that be? Like the the lowest, but like at Fox, usually it's my my buddy Dick Stockton. Unfortunately, uh, he usually does like the lowest rated Fox game. Who's the equivalent of that at CBS? Who's the broadcaster? Like the guy that called most of the Browns games. Is it, is it Spiro Ditas? Does he still do that? He usually does the crappy games. Is it him? Uh, Who is it? He's he's still doing it. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm not sure if he does all the. Like Browns you're a Charger games, guy, so who did a lot of Charger games? He he did a few of them early in know? the year because they yeah. weren't very. Dan good. Dan Fouts is always on the call with a lot of the Charger games. I don't know if that's a coincidence or not, but uh, you big Dan Fouts. He, guy. I think he's with Iron Eagle. Oh, Iron uh, Eagle, yeah. that's another one. Yeah, I'm trying to think because I I flip around, so I've lost touch with the worst broadcasting team at each network, which is a lot of fun. It's always good to say who's the guy that gets the worst assignment every week. I, I googled it and it says. Beth Moens and Jay Feely. Oh, wow. No, that's nah, not a regular she, crew. Yeah, that's not like, a, no, but it says CBS did partner them up. Well, For this coming season? No, no, no. Oh. This was last year, uh, uh, a Browns-Colts broadcast. Oh, really? Whew. Yeah. Yeah, whoever did the most Browns, game, you, Browns games, you could probably go down that list, whatever commentating uh, pairing that is. Well, every once in a while, like one of the networks will get like an extra game than they usually Ooh, do. That's always then, dangerous. Yeah, and then they got to pull in. That's always dangerous. They got to pull in a couple yeah. of folks off the street. Well, I for a while it was Don Cricky. If Don Cricky was oh. doing the game, you knew your team was terrible. Well, he at <laughs> one know, time he was. Uh, he was good. Yes, yes. yes. At the, now, he was at the top now, of his game. God bless him. It was, it was still wonderful. Working. Yeah. Uh, there was another guy who passed away years ago, Charlie Jones. Remember Charlie Jones? Of course, yeah. yes. Legendary. Don, uh, yeah. Cri- Don Cricky? No, yeah. uh, Don Trumpy. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, I don't think so. But uh, Bob Trumpy. Bob, Bob Trumpy. Bob Trumpy. Yeah, there you go. Boy, oh, this I is like fun. That. Let's I just keep that going. broadcast team was cool. No, they were good back in the day. Charlie Jones, Char- yeah. Didn't he? Charlie Jones lived in San Diego, I think. Because I used to, when I started in radio in San Diego, he used to pop up at the station from, uh, from time to time. Not that you care about, uh, care about that, because you probably don't. Well, I'm, my vote goes to Spiro Ditas. If Spiro Ditas is doing your game, you've you've had a bad season. Things are not going well for your team. That's my 
So if if he's doing that Colt Patriot game, that means there's not a lot of buzz, not a lot of wow factor uh, in that. All right, Ben Maller show on Fox eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Let's go back now to the lovely and talented Tammy in Montana. Hey, where are the white women? She at? gets to keep her golden ticket. Uh, she's got that in her back pocket right now, and she is about to amaze you with brilliance. Oh my gosh, that's too much pressure, Ben. You 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 did make me laugh. I thought of a of, of what a child would you know react like, and, and and it made me laugh. So anyway, thank you for letting me have my golden ticket. I was just going to do a friendly joke with you, but I think you're a little stressed out, and you know I'm wondering when you're going to have a vacation next, or maybe a call from your favorite ball washing boom boom boy. Real bitch might help with that stress. Oh, well, we have not heard from Real Talk. He has not called this week. I hope he's all right. I don't think we've heard from him in uh, several days of last week. It's either. been a couple of weeks, actually, yeah. I think. But I He's um, all right. He was probably yeah. working. He's a very busy man. As you know, Tammy, he's a mover and shaker in Manhattan, and it's a busy time of the year, so he's probably working. Maybe no. he was at the Super Bowl. You know, could have been there. Well, yeah, you know, I'm sure he's working his night shift being a boom-boom boy. So, <laughs> But um, I wanted to give you my theory uh, or contradict your theory on the garlic. Um uh, being an attractive scent for a man, wouldn't you think that somebody would have made a cologne out of garlic if that was the case? Maybe well, uh, again, I do. I go by science. Uh, you can, you know, I go by science, and it's done. I, you know, I'll tweet out the story. I know you're not on Twitter, Tammy, but I'll tweet out the story there, and you can read for yourself. It says right here: scientists find that sweat of men who had eaten the bulb of garlic uh, more attractive to women. Because, I believe you, Ben. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I do believe you. I'm just wondering why someone has not made a garlic cologne. So, well, that's a mar- I mean, how about that? We how about you and I get together? We have a business plan. We'll mark. Okay. We'll market it. We'll sell a, a zillion, a zillion bottles of cologne. It'd be wonderful. It'd be great. Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. Now, one last thing. I, I wanted to. Um, I just want you to be careful. Um, Peta might pick at the studio. Because you deprived those ducks of a ration of food yesterday, so be careful. Yeah, that is true. I have not done my due diligence with the duckies. I have not, but I, <laughs> I will be back. And now I'm thinking maybe I should get a duck, uh, duck call. Like who? I should get my own little duck. Well, whistle. yeah. And by the way, somebody in Montana. By the way, me. I'm sure you have more listeners yeah. in Montana. Did not, did not send that. Oh, you so did I don't not. Know who did that? Okay. No. All right. So, well, all right. I, thanks, I, I love a duck whistle. Anyone, I mean, I, I'm more. I should have a damn duck whistle than coop. He doesn't like ducks. I'm a duck guy. What? He never feeds ducks. <laughs> you're not a moderator on the program, though, Ben. Yes, so. I am a moderator. No, you're not. I am. You're I, the blowhard. We're I the am, moderators. I'm not a blowhard at all. I'm a professional opinionator, all right? I no. am an opinionator. No. Yeah. Time-tested, studies have shown. The chatterbox of Fox Sports Radio. That's uh, what was that? The newspaper in Iowa that ripped me. Uh, I forget that. It was they, they, oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, they, they had a whole rant about me. Really? I didn't. I don't remember this. So I. Oh yeah, no, because I. <laughs> it was great. Iowa State. I think it was Iowa State had beaten Oklahoma, and it was like on a Friday or something like that. And if Oklahoma had won the game, they were going to go play for like the national championship. And, and, and I just I spent the entire show killing Iowa State football, how they ruined the rest of the college football season. And uh, this columnist was listening from some some small paper in Iowa, 
and I think it was in Des Moines, and he just destroyed me. He just he just unloaded on me, and uh, it was great. It was just wonderful. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's now time for... Time for... Well, hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. All right, let's do it. It's a condensed version of Ask Ben. Your questions, our answers. The master of ceremonies, the coupe de loup. All right, Ben, uh, this is... It's been a while since we've had one of these fun questions from Jacob Sin, so I want to start off with this one, make okay. sure we get it in. It's for the whole crew. All right. Uh, Jacob Sin on Twitter, he says, Would you rather fight 19 duck-sized hulks or one hulk-sized duck? Uh, yeah, I, I think I could do like 19. I think I could kick them and punch them and stab them and shoot them, and I'd be okay. Eddie? Yeah, I'd have to agree with the uh, the the smaller Hulk, uh, yeah. Hulk sized ducks there, the little ones. The, yeah. the, the duck sized Hulks. The one Unless I was, yeah. I could take, I could, <laughs> yeah. well, I could take on the big duck Hulk, but I'd have to have like a bazooka, and then I'd be okay. <laughs> uh, all the little ones seems like a pack of rat dogs. So yeah. I, I'd say yeah. the one big one, take them out by the knees. Nah, that's yeah. not the right. Yep. answer. the ducks have answer. knees. Timber. Yep. You know those ducks poop a lot. By the way, I got to tell you, man. They got They need duck diapers or something like that. What about you, Coop? <laughs> See, I was initially thinking your answer, Ben, because you're right. Like you, they're just little hulks. You feel like you could just kick them, and yeah. but they're but they're hulks, so they probably have extreme strength. They can you know pile up on you, and then you'd be yep. you'd be See? screwed. See? Nah, so the nah, one nah. giant hulk sized duck, you just give it because haven't you read that you're not supposed to feed bread to the ducks because it's yeah it's they get bad. fat. I don't yeah. feed. I feed them oats, by the way. Right, I'm, exactly. I'm good. That's, I'm yeah, duck that's that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But if it was one Hulk-sized duck, just feed it a whole bunch of bread. Oh, there, yeah. that's a good move. Yep. Yeah. But that would take a while for it to get fat enough where you could beat it. That's the problem. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, here's a question for you, Ben. This yeah. is from Sirius Sean. All right, very serious. He wants to know, where do you broadcast your WEEI broadcast from? Well, that is from a super secret WEEI uh, studio. I cannot Ooh. say I cannot say where that Answer is. Answer the question. The I'm, I'm not answering. <laughs> Uh, I cannot say. <laughs> All I will say is that it is a uh, much better studio than this one, by the way. I got to say that. It's got newer equipment. All right, next. That's a smoking yard, too. <laughs> the, uh, the equipment's not 20 years old, by the way. Yeah. Uh, this is from, from Kevin on Facebook. This is All for right. you, Ben, as well. Yeah. He said, uh, Ben, I lost my voice celebrating the Eagles Super Bowl win. Will raw garlic help, or does it only work if you're sick? Uh, no, no, raw garlic's great. Uh, use the Maller Maneuver when it comes to the garlic here. And again, we don't have time to get into the minutia of it. But essentially, you take a clove of garlic and you cut it in half down the middle. And then you treat it like it's a Jolly Roger. Uh, you put each side on the side of your mouth there and you essentially get you mean the mean a ben- Jolly Rancher? What'd I say? You Jolly, Jolly Roger. Roger. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Jolly Rancher, yes. Oh, okay. If you want to have a really good time, you yeah, Jolly no, Roger. That would be a whole different <laughs> Slide but into anyway, a Jolly no, Roger. The, the, the powerful juices of the garlic, uh, you, you need that in the uh, the area the where your throat is, and so that'll help. And You shouldn't take medical advice from me, but do it before you go to bed, and when you wake up, you'll feel better. A little better. All right, next. Uh, here's a, a question for, yeah. for King Eddie, actually. It's from, from Christopher on Facebook. What was your best moment at Fresno State? My best moment guy at with Fresno the, State. The guy with the knife from uh, Jerry Tarkanian's guy, right? Oh, like Samurai Sword. Yeah, Samurai yeah. Sword. Andre yeah. Jones. Yeah, yes. that was good. Very uh, moments in Fresno State history. Mm-hmm. 
my best moment at Fresno State. Well, there was that one night, Eddie. You were on a date, and come on. Uh, uh, no, uh, not really. Uh, um, uh, I, I don't know. That's a great question. I'll I, just answer the question. I mean, come probably on. Seeing probably seeing Rick Majerus naked. How about that? There you go. Yeah. Well, really? There's a lot no, about no, you, Eddie. Well, it's certainly most memorable, for sure. I yeah. mean, he, he, yeah. <laughs> he, he walked out of the wrong door and uh, into the press room where everyone was standing and... What's more memorable? He didn't seem to really mind that much, to be honest with you. He, well, he's, like, yeah. he's in touch with his body. Or he, he was, was yeah. Well, yeah not anymore. <laughs> uh, but uh, what, what's more impressive, that or I saw John Clayton in jean shorts? How about that? I, I saw John Clayton in shorts also at the Super Bowl. Jean shorts. Yeah. Not how just short, shorts. How short were the jean shorts? They were pretty short. And they oh, were tight. Oh, jeez. Short oh, and tight. Yeah. Talk about chicken legs, all right. man. Oh, Holy yeah. smokes. Holy he had his wife with him the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. So here's a group question. It's from Manic yeah. Mike. All right. He says, if you could start in a high-profile, long-running series of commercials, what product would you want to endorse? Well, uh, Sleep Number. I mean, this is obvious. Come oh, on. I mean, I, I do that anyway. I do the radio commercials for Sleep Number. And it'd be great. Just laying on the bed there, you know, let me adjust my sleep number. Be wonderful. Eddie, uh, is that a group question? I think it is. Yeah. I, I want to yes. I want to be the uh, the next male flow for the insurance because, man, that woman gets a lot of work. She, yeah, how she long does. has she been doing that? How many corporate gigs must she do, like appearances and whatnot? She must do a lot, right? Like that's part of the gig. And she's doing radio as well. Yeah. He's everywhere. Well, that woman flow. is never going to have to work again. Yeah. My God. But that, that runs out. I remember the Verizon guy. But then he went to yeah, like- but then he, yeah, yeah, he's, he's on another cell phone yeah. uh, company. But then there was- trader. Um, <laughs> There was the there was uh, Del Taco had a guy out in the the fast food yeah. chain in the West. Oh, and it, that guy got out of work. He hasn't done anything. No, since. the oh wait, the Del Taco guy. I think the Del Taco guy. He's like an actor now. He like he's in. Really? Was he Taco Bell. I, I would say I'd like to be the next KFC guy, but they they don't last long. It's like nah. a different guy every week, or even girl now. Yeah, that's disappointing. KFC's lost their way a little bit. You know, are they an advertiser? No, they haven't lost their way. They're great. I love KFC. It's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> what? Right. Nice recovery. Yeah. <laughs> Danny? Uh, I'm thinking back to great commercials of our childhood. How about O.J. Simpson? We love the way he jumped oh, over running. the gates yeah. in the airport. That'd be good. So, yeah, for for a car rental service, that'd be good. Or that, where's the beef woman? You know, where's the beef? Oh, Wendy's. Yeah, yeah Wendy's. Yeah. You'd want to be, like, the spokesperson for a car rental yeah, service? Like, that's, like, that's, no, that's like, your, yeah, that's your dream Yeah, the new job? O.J. Cool. He wants to kill people too. He wants to chop their heads off. He wants to just be like, oh, <laughs> no, that was Carson Palmer. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. Danny from Enterprise. Uh, <laughs> I, I would definitely be like the next Apple guy for oh, you sure. You just want now, all the free Apple products, right? Well, no, I just I feel who's, like you who's, know, the, be cool. who's the current Apple guy? Well, I don't know if you mean you you would one, be like, standing on the stage. Yeah, he'd wear like, that little cheesy microphone and be like, "Hey, here's the new uh, no, phone." No, I wouldn't mind being in like all the Apple commercials. I think that'd be, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, like I think Justin Long was. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. early on you, in his career, right? How much you get paid for that? You sh- you should want to be a brand advisor or ambassador is what you want to do because you get free stuff. You don't have to do that much. Like brand ambassador is the way to go. Be a band. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Why, not, why am I not doing more of that, by the way? What the hell's going on with me? Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.